everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Star Sit Down. Thank you for coming back to the podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. Thank you to our audio listeners. Today, I am here with the magnificent, the talented, Miss Harmony Austin. Hello, Harmony. How are you doing? I'm good, Kim. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It feels good to have you on. Um, For those who don't know Harmony, she's a very talented actress, writer, comic. She's jack of all trades but uh we've been friends for a while um so i'm really excited to have her on the podcast so uh yeah harmony you could tell uh everyone a little bit about yourself yeah hi i'm harmony h from austin um like kim said i'm a playwright comedian um i like to do everything everything that i can like get my little hands on um yeah, currently I'm the marketing director at Jane Doe Theater Company. Um, I have a cat. His name is Lando. What else? I'm a Taurus sun, Pisces moon, Leo rising. Can't forget that. That's the Can't most important that. part. Essential information. <laughs> so um, we talked a little bit about beforehand about this semester and how it's been going for you. Um so how did you feel coming into this semester and like, how was your winter break? Um, so this semester so far has been going well. Um, last semester I piled so much on to my plate because I was like, everything's going to be online. Um, you know, and I'm no longer, you know, no longer like going to things every night. Like I'm not as busy. So like, I want to keep myself busy and not focus on the pandemic. And then it just went horribly, horribly wrong because I just got so burnt out. So this semester is good. It's a lot more calm. And so far everything's, you know, going pretty well. I like my classes and my teachers so far. Um, But over the break, I got COVID. one of my, my mom owns, you know, the family business. And one of the employees came in uh, after picking up her kid from school because his teacher had COVID. It was a whole mess. But, um, but you know, she, she signs the payroll, so she has to go. She's essential. Um, but anyway, my first day of COVID was like on Christmas. So it was a whole, it, it, it just, And I was sick for like three weeks because I had the virus and then it turned into a a sinus infection. And so I was sick for way longer than, you know, most COVID patients are. So Christmas break was kind of just like sick and exhausting, but uh, I'm doing great now. Everything's, you know, knock on wood, knock on wood, but so that's that's remarkable like that story because it kind of it like really shows how this thing really spreads and how it gets so many people so fast so one kid's parent had it from your mom's coworker, and then your mom passed it on to you yeah um she found out the day after i came home from you know college for the holidays and whatnot so like there was no way that I wasn't going to get it. Like I could have just stayed home for the holiday. Like I could have just stayed in San Marcos, but um, I live alone and I feel like that would have been like really depressing. So 
how, how did uh, how were your holidays given like how was Christmas and everything considering like the whole family or at least like you and your mom were sick I have there's my mom my stepdad my little brother he's 13 mm-hmm. he's 13 um and then there's me so like all of us got sick and um you know my mom started feeling symptoms first and then my stepdad um tested positive for it like two days later um and then i went to get tested my stepdad took my little brother to with him to get tested and he tested negative and then i tested negative but we live in the same house it was the holidays so we just kind of stayed in but what really stinks about it is like i've been really really careful like me personally i live alone um i have not gone out like even my therapist is like you need to leave the house and i'm like there's a pandemic it hurts my head uh, but then like my family over the summer my little brother plays baseball and they've been like traveling um over the summer, I got mad because my stepdad went to Home Depot without a mask. Hi. Uh, yeah, like he's just, <laughs> he's just that kind of person. But I was the one who got the most sick. Like everybody else, they symptoms came and went. And then I like even after I came back from like visiting for the holidays, I was still just like in my apartment, just like just just feeling gross. Um, the student health center like wouldn't even let me go in. They were like, no. We'll give you uh-huh. medicine, but like stay out of our building. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That that really does suck. It's because like I'm the same way, you know, like I have asthma. I'm like really careful. Like the only real person I see frequently is my girlfriend. But even then, like if she sees somebody else, it's like, well, who is this person? Like what if they, you know, I, I'm like very like meticulous and like safe about that type. And if something like that happened to me where it's like not even like my fault, and you like bear like the most consequences of everybody. It's just that's a that's a pain. You know, I'm yeah. sorry about that. At least at least you're doing better now. And you know, it yeah. could have been worse. I guess that's the bright side. Could have. <laughs> yeah. But um tell me a little bit about your work with uh Jane Doe Theater Company. Yeah, so um I started at Jane Doe back in um June-ish. Time isn't real right now, but June feels right. Um and you know, they're old marketing director had graduated and so they were looking for someone and I had just you know quit another organization um and I was just like kind of sad because you know I going into a new year I didn't really have anything to do like there was nothing lined up sooner or later things started lining up but um so they sent out like a hey we're looking for you know two positions and I was like, why not? And then, so I applied and then eventually they were like, yeah, no, come be our marketing director. Um, and so that's just been a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I've really found that I've like, like marketing and I like doing this type of thing, you know, graphic design-ish. <laughs> I try, I do my best, but um, you know, I really, really like, you know, just the work that I'm doing, the, you know, social media, digital stuff. But also I really, one of the things that like really drew me to Jane Doe was um, their passion for new works. Um, And, you know, like plays that haven't been done yet or plays that are still in development. 
Um, Cause I think new works are like super underrated um, and they, they need to be done more. They, there needs to be, you know, more of a market and more of a, what is it? Pull, I guess for them. I'm bad with words. That's why I write them down. But, um, and I'm, I'm a playwright. So obviously like that, like, Hey, I can get my work done by this, like potentially, I'm on the board, so like I don't submit, but um, like potentially somebody in my place could benefit from this organization. And so that's just been like, that's been the best part is like getting to watch plays develop and grow as we're working with them. What type of stuff are you guys working on like this semester? I know you said you're like the commitment to new work, but you also had told me earlier that like stuff was in development now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this semester we're doing um, our season is in collaboration with the Jeremy Torres Lab Theater, um, which is a brand new uh, theater company out of um, the 209 uh, black box in the theater center. Um, and it's like normal, normally like the Jeremy Torres Lab Theater is in charge of like the space. But obviously, right now, we can't all be in the space. Um, but they're still, you know, really, really helpful. And it's a great, great program for, like, um, the performance and production majors who, like, want to create theater and create their own opportunities. Like, uh, Jeremy Torres, that was such a great idea um, to start, and I'm really thankful for it. Um, last semester, a play that I wrote went up in Jeremy Torres, and it was an amazing experience. But with Jane Doe, um, currently we're doing virtual readings of three different plays, um, two 10 minutes and one one act. Um, and they are, they're gonna go up April 9th through the 11th, I think, are the dates. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so like, there's th uh, three new works. Um, we're doing The Loophole, which is a one act. Um, we're doing a 10 minute called Yes, Queen Slay. Um, and then we're doing another 10 minute called The Red Couch. And, um, you know, we just picked out the directors. Um, by the time this goes up, I think auditions will have been closed, but um, we're currently auditioning for, you know, the season and then eventually you know, we're going to put it up and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, no, I'm really excited to see how um, over the break we read all of like the plays that got submitted. Um, and I'm really excited to see like how, what changes once, you know, we get a director in the room, once we in the, in the room, in the Zoom room, mm -hmm. but like once we get a director in the space and once we get actors in the space, because that that changes so much of, you know, the story. Um, Cause you know, when you're reading a play on the page, it's, it's, it's a play on the page. Like it's a story, you know, there's structure, but when you add, you know, collaborators, like that's when a story comes to life. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, no, it's, Jane Doe has been a blessing for me. I'm like, I really love 
new works and the work that we're doing. That makes me that makes me so happy. I mean, especially from seeing like when I when I originally met you to now, like you can really see the progression, you know, because um, how we know each other is clearly, you know, from the, the comedy association and, you know, I was just uh, like uh, first semester freshman just coming in and like I, I've said before, uh, like the environment is like really kind of like clicky and like everyone has their own group and it was kind of hard for me to get into that. And for you to just like say to me, like, Hey, like, you know, what's your name? Like, you know, how's it going? You know? And then just be like, Oh wow, you're pretty funny. Hey guys, listen to him. He's pretty funny. And I was just like, Oh wow. You know? So um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy you, you found an environment that really is able to hone your own craft and is really like productive. And you can, you, you just have a, you have an environment that is like somewhat kind of tailored to you. You know, would you say so? I I would say so. I would. Um, yeah, no, it's just been so much fun, uh, especially because like we'll have our meetings and, you know, we'll sit there for 30 to 45 minutes talking about like business, official Jane Doe business. And then what what has happened in the past is like once we're done with like the business of it, we'll sit there for an hour, two hours, just like talking and like, you know, supporting each other and finding out like you know just what everyone's doing um and that was something that like oh hi lando my cat just came like emerged from under the couch um but yeah no i i don't know i'm bad at words so i write them down but um, <laughs> yeah it's been it's been a really good time good good um so with the productions are they going to be like on stage in in person with like limited capacity in the theater like how would that go because i know you said that the reads are being virtually done now and there's going to be auditioning so yeah yeah yeah. so um we are going to i think film them over zoom uh nobody is going to like be in the same space like unless they're already like in a bubble or like roommates or something like that but um but yeah it's just gonna be filmed over zoom it's gotta be like you know we're still really trying to like keep up covid protocols and quarantine yeah. and make sure nobody gets sick um you know theater was the last or theater was like the first thing to go down um and it's gonna be the last thing to go up after all of this is said and done. So we are doing our best um, online for now. I, uh, I understand, I, I was just, um, I was curious of that per se, it was just because I had overheard from somebody that like, uh, like the theater is still doing like a live show with like somebody from like uh, overseas, like this director. Have you heard about that? And they're yeah. like holding rehearsals in person and it's just like everyone gets tested every week. And Yeah, no, the theater department is still mm -hmm. doing a few shows. Ah, okay. Um, I understand now. You know, the main stage season, I think there are a few shows that are going to be um, done like in person, but then like live streamed. Um, and I think a lot of all of those are happening in like the Harrison don't quote me on this, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm really kind of in my own little bubble in, inside the theater department, uh, just because, you know, th that's what you got to do. You have to find your own, you know, <sighs> what's the word? I don't want to say like click, but like you have to find your people yeah, and no. I have. So, um, but yeah, no, they're doing a lot of, not a lot, but like I, off the top of my head, I think there are three shows that are being done with people in the same room. But I'm bad at math and that's numbers. So. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, for this semester, I'm mainly working with, you know, Jane Doe and Jeremy Torres. Um, both of them are like named theaters, like with people names, but. Yeah, they sound like they'd be friends. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so kind of like going, like gauging the conversation back to you. So I remember a while ago you had talked about like what you wanted to do as a career and you wanted to do um, theater with children. Was that what you wanted to do? Yeah, yeah. No, I really love children's media. I basically, I'm on this like self-discovery journey of like what I want to do when I graduate college, um, you know, and with COVID and like being alone most of the time, like that changes all the time because, you know, time doesn't really count this year, I don't feel like. But um, yeah, no, I've always really loved children's media. And I think that like, it's, it's so much more serious <laughs> and so much more, you know, valid than I think we give it credit for. Um, I remember growing up doing children's theater and like kids musicals and they were so cheesy and they were all so stupid. Um, and, you know, I, I also went to a theater and they were, um, they were all, and this is like no tea, no shade, but like the theater company that I went to was like run by Mormons. Um, and so like, we would do these shows, but it was only like a handful of shows that went with like their mission statement, which was very just like bland. I mean, they've done, this theater company has done Smoke on the Mountain like 60 times every other season. In fact, they're doing it right now in the pandemic. Um, Don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, hey, listen, hey, whatever you're feeling, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm being as receptive as I can. I love it. It's entertainment. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, but I remember I was always just like, kind of like looked down on within this theater, um, and you know, very just like infantilized, very just like nobody took me seriously as a person. Um, and, and I hated it. I hated it, but I knew I loved theater. So I kept going. And, you know, this was a place that was like three minutes from my house. I'd pass it on my way every day to school. So like, it was, you know, it was what I had, but um, I, I just, it wasn't a good place for me. And like, you know me, I'm, a lot of person like I have a big personality and I was just too big for them always <laughs> so um you know but that being said what 
a lot of what I want to do is when I work in like children's media, you know, um, is just like give them subject matter that like, I know they will understand. They'll, they understand so much. Kids are just so perspective, but I want them to have something that's interesting and I want them to have something that they will, you know, keep with them for the rest of their lives. If that makes sense. I just, just to clarify. So when you say that, do you mean like you would be like an educator or would you like want to maybe like write material like for kids and, and work with them or how, like in what, in what way would you try and change that for children? I mean, um, I think I, I would like write for them and like my main thing that I do is I'm a writer. So I definitely want to write shows that are, um, you know, that I want to write shows that will, that kids are going to like, um, you know, my style is very much like big, colorful, um, I really like writing in like the sci-fi and fantasy genres, you know, respectively, but like that, that's the kind of, um, work that I really like want to do and really like doing. Um, but yeah, I just think that there's so much that we don't talk about that if we were to talk about it, the world would just be a better place and people would be happier and well off. Um, but we don't because, you know, we want to keep kids, you know, stupid and we want to keep them obedient. And that's just, we're only hurting ourselves with that, you know? Well, I want to then, I want to get your opinion on this then now that you bring that up. So what do you think about like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, like trying to address it? Like in, in June of last year, Nickelodeon, they like put out a statement, like, you know, like Black Lives Matter, like, you know, and um, I think they aired something. It was like eight minutes of like just silence, you know, on like this children's like station is like Nickelodeon, you know. And um, I think now Cartoon Network does uh, a show as a black main character. I think it's like Craig of the Creek or something like that. I don't know. I don't, you know, the, uh, a lot of those shows, they're not they're not like they used to be. So I can't I can't like watch them like that. But anyway, um I feel like in just like as a, as a passive observer that companies are trying to change the way, like, like you've said, you know, like treating kids as if like, not as if they're dumb. And obviously, I mean, they want to use them for profit, but like trying to like educate them more about these issues. Do, do, have you seen like a, a difference in that, in that sense more recently? Yeah, no, I've definitely noticed companies doing that and like I fully support it I'm um I've noticed like a lot of parents that I'm friends with on Facebook are also really excited about it um but I also you know I'm friends with like a lot of theater parents on Facebook so obviously they're a little you know liberal with their views. <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> so so like, of course they love it. And of course they want to teach their kids about, you know, the, what is happening in America and how America is and how America started. Like they, they want, you know, to do better. I, I do think there is like a drive to do better and, you know, 
there's a want for that. Um, so yeah, no, I love, I love that, you know, um, media companies are doing stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, that, that is sort of like in the vein that I'm going for that, like, like with my personal style, that's like what I want to do. That's what I'm striving for is to just like educate kids on the world and people and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, I remember, um, watching Steven Universe, like Steven Universe did a thing with, um, you know, their characters and stuff like that. And they were like, I forget exactly what they said, but they basically were like Black Lives Matter and right. Mwah, mwah. Yeah. Even like uh, shows like Adventure Time with like uh, Princess Bubblegum and um, Marceline, you know, they're, they're a lesbian couple and uh, like The Legend of Korra, for example. Yeah. Like that, like shows like that, that's kind of where I was like, you know, wow, this is really changing, you know, like, oh, like 10 years ago, completely different. Oh, know? yeah. And um, it's just wild to see that. Um, another thing that I wanted to ask you um, more like towards you is uh, how has it been not doing stand up for like the past year? Well, I've, I've, yeah, I've been doing other things currently, but um, as far as like stand up goes, like, I, I don't know of any open mics that are happening currently. And if they are, like, I wasn't invited. Um, but like, they aren't. They aren't. <laughs> yeah, so there's no open mics happening. I'm friends with a Dallas comedian on Facebook. And I know they're doing a few shows up there. Um, but like, I think they're really trying to like, keep you know COVID protocols up but for me personally it I've had how do I want to put this I've had a nice restful time not doing stand-up however I I miss it I miss it so much um I I'll I find myself like standing in the bathroom looking at my mirror and I'm like you know, writing jokes and like talking to myself. <laughs> That's my favorite way to write jokes is to just like talk to myself. Um, and so, no, yeah, I miss it. And I'm really scared that like once, you know, we see the other end of this and once like we come out of, you know, quarantine and stuff like that, that like there's not going to be a place for me within the comedy community. Um, I'm definitely... Locally, like, you mean, or in general? Just like in general, because I've been out of practice for so long, or yeah. like haven't been going. Um, That's I've been everyone. Writing. That's everyone, though. It's not just you. I don't think. Uh, uh, pardon me, cutting you off. I just want to like. I don't think you would be excluded for that reason, you know, because it's like it's everybody, you know. Like it's it's been almost a year for me personally, and a bunch of people, you know. That so I don't. I think you'd be okay. I don't think I don't think you should I don't think you should have that fear. Especially like knowing you. I think I think you'd be good. And since you like you've been writing stuff, you know, like it's not like it's not like you haven't like kinda like been like preparing mentally for that moment. I think it's yeah. just a matter of like being rusty. Because like understandably it's been a year. You know, one one year plus. So uh yeah, continue. Sorry, I just wanted to make that clear. I, I think you'd be, I think you'd do really good. 
no, it's fine. And thank you for that validation. I, I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, but there have been, you know, like virtual open mics, which I, I that never interested me um, because I do like have a performer background. And I know that like the reason for that, like the reason for open mics and even doing stand up comedy or, or performing in general is you know, the energy exchange, that's what it's about. That's what it is. So um, there was really no, and that you don't get that over Zoom. Like you, you just don't. And so that was never something that interested me. And so like, like even thinking, there are still people who are doing comedy and they're doing it any way they can. So I, and I know that those people are gonna come out just like a little bit like on top just because they're doing it and they're doing the work. But, um, and also, I don't even know, I probably, I'm going to like go out on a limb and say, we're probably, for 2021, we're still probably going to be like, even with the vaccine and stuff, we're, we're going to be like at home still because we don't know who else getting the vaccine, you know, um, people are still not being, excuse me, people are still not being completely safe. So I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, you know, 2021, we're going to, you know, stay in place pretty much. Um, But I graduate in December. So I don't even know if like, I I don't even know what I'm going to be doing at that point, um, or where I'm going to be living. Um, I've been, you know, thinking about a lot about Austin, and they have a great comedy scene. I did, I did a performance at Fallout Theater. I did a sketch called Maxim the Dummy and that was really fun. But um, the, I just personally, I know it's my last name, but I don't really like Austin. It's just the vibes are <laughs> off. Um, and I also just feel like that's where like everybody's going. Um, and you know, it's gonna get more and more expensive. And I just like, that's it's not for me. However, that's like, you know, I'm not completely throwing it out, but I'm also thinking about like, you know, maybe Colorado would be fun or like, like uh, Atlanta has a lot of stuff, like artsy stuff that's happening. Um, Albuquerque is getting like a Netflix. Um, oh yeah, I read Netflix about that. Studio. Yeah, and I would love to write for Netflix. Like I would love that so much. Like the, the shows, I know you don't like Umbrella Academy, I know oh. you don't like it. <laughs> I don't. But I love it. And like, there's a lot of shows. What else came out recently? I really yeah. liked Brid- Bridgerton. That was good. Really? Yeah, I, I, I liked it. Um, I was a little disappointed because in the first episode, the very first episode, like 30 seconds in, you know, there's that shot where like the Bridgertons and the... I haven't seen it, by the way. Oh, sh- yeah, I haven't seen this it. This is the first episode, though. Like, it's I know, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just letting you know, just, just in case. Okay, no spoilers, but, like, there's, there's a part where, like, two families are walking out, and they live across the street, and then, like, two of, like, the young women, like, wave at each other, and I was like, lesbians, lesbians, lesbians. And then the whole season went by. That might be a spoiler, but I was like, <sighs> okay. I was just mad at being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you want to go to like a decent sized market, just like a market that's not like 
too big. So not like New York or LA, more like Atlanta, Denver. Yeah, Albert, like, right? Oh, my mail popped up. Um, right out of high school, I went to a performing arts school in New York um, and just did not like it. Um, like I said, with Austin, the vibe was off. Like I just, it was, and I think it had a lot to do with like the school that I was attending, but it was very just like every man for himself. Um, and of course that's, you know, New York's reputation, but um, me being like a Texas girl, all the walking was just a lot. Um, I did like, I was like, who's going to drive us? And they're like, we're walking. And I'm like, no, we're not. You know, that's 14 blocks. And they're like, yeah, just 14 blocks. You know, it wasn't for me. Um, I've heard, I'm from like DFW, like Fort Worth area. So I've heard that like LA is like kind of close to that sort of, you know, living situation, I guess. I've never been, but I've heard it's closer to living in Dallas than it is, you know, than anywhere else is. Um, but but yeah, I, I wouldn't, I, I've also thought about Chicago. Chicago is really fun and they, they have, you know, a big comedy scene there. But um, my ex-girlfriend lives there. Last I checked, she lived there. So I, I don't want to be in like the same state as that. Um, but, but yeah, no, I'm, I just want to live somewhere that like is fun and I will, thrive just like as a person like career wise I have been you know going on this journey of like self-discovery and I'm getting so many signs like I'm, I'm like very spiritual and you know I, I do tarot cards and stuff like that but like I've been getting so many signs from everywhere basically saying you know slow down it's gonna happen for you just relax do what you want to do um and, you know, just, you know, live. And so, um, so like, while I am like chasing a career and wanting a career to happen, it's no matter where I end up, it's going to be on my own terms. Um, and I think that's why like being a musical theater performer never really worked out for me was because like, you have to wake up at like 6 a.m. to be at like an open call. And like, if you're non act you don't even get seen until like 3 p.m. And, you know, it's so much like dance classes and so much, um, you know, there, there's so much grinding in that life um, that I just, ugh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I just need to like, I just need to like bumble around mm -hmm. <laughs> and like do things when I think of them, if that makes sense. Like, and I think that's why like writing is good for me because I can do it by myself in my own little world or like video editing. I've been doing a lot, a lot of video editing. And um, like, yeah, I have a deadline. Like I have a deadline and I have to do things by a certain point, but like, I'm not, I don't have to be any specific place, you know, nine to five, um, and I can do it from home. Like, right. that's a huge thing, too. So, um, I'm just vibing at this point. Like, that's, that's the goal. But, like, I want to vibe in, like, an, a cute city, 
you know. <laughs> no, I I understand. I mean, it um I think that notion of like you just trying to like wait and see is <clears throat> is important and that's kind of something that I've had to like kind of learn, you know, because I've like wanted to get things done like now like why you know i want to be at a certain place in my life as fast as possible because i feel like i only have so much time you know what i mean and when i turned 19 i realized like i didn't like getting older you know because i feel like like wow like i'm older everyone around me is older i'm like i'm getting closer to the finish line than i am like the beginning like type type mentality. I know that might like not necessarily be true, but like, what if it is, you know, I, I don't know. And it's like, I have all these things that I want to do, but I think it's important sometimes to be like, the journey is also important. And like, sometimes you need to just chill out a day. You need to just vibe in your apartment. You need to just relax and have you time and realize that like, if you rush it, it won't come. So I definitely understand that, you know, I, I understand that mentality. Um, we are just about out of time as well. Um, but I had a great time talking to you. Um, I said it before we started, you know, um, you've taught me tremendously on my uh, college journey and um, uh, helped me get numerous opportunities along the way. So I'm, I'm really grateful and I'm happy I had your uh, time here today. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to uh, like shout out, like maybe for Jane Doe in the future or whatever else you're doing? Um, watch Jane Doe's uh, virtual readings April 9th through 11th. Um, I have a website. It's hbombmedia.com. Um, follow my Instagram, harmony.michaela. All that. There's, there's really nothing. I've tried to not pack myself so tightly right now. So I'm just vibing. I'm just vibing. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. I'm, um, thank you again for, uh, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. Uh, that's it, everybody, for this week's uh, – I almost said Wind Down Wednesday. Jesus. That's <laughs> it for the Star Sit Down. You guys have a, a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs>